Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. You know what they say about West Texas weather? It can change in the blink of an eye. Except at Dairy Queen, where there's only one forecast. I came in last week to find the sales assistant who uh, ordered me the um, Silver Cowboy boots. Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. The bitch shit eating grin on your going. face told the story. Man, I was as bored as Ronnie Millsap at a hot air balloon festival. <laughs> You're so proud he of that. He is very uh, proud. Well, welcome back to Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys talking about stuff. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am Heavy Longmire. You can find us on Twitter. I am at Real Gustav. I am at Ty Webb 3000. Oh. Intro, I'm going to put in lasers right there. That, yeah. <laughs> you can find me at Longmire Heavy. And we have a Can You Hear Me Pod Twitter account as well. We have uh, an email if you want to. Send us feedback, tell us uh, crazy stories, conspiracy theories, anecdotes, uh, your own country witticisms, whatever. You can reach us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us on the Internet at our website, canyouhearmepod.com. We have a subreddit now. Ooh. The mm. only person that's come to look at that's Austin. Really? So thank you, Austin. We appreciate it. Found it or did just you found it? I don't know. I didn't say anything about it. Stalking us or something? He just can't. got good investigative skills. You got to love Austin. I love. I do love Austin. And uh, we got Pinterest. We got some. Oh, you know, whatever you can find us. Tumblr. Getting of our crafts on Pinterest. You know what? <laughs> I don't, but we can. Okay. Because we are some crafty SOBs. There you go. So, yeah, we're going to put some of our crafts onto Pinterest. All right. Maybe some tips, some ideas. Just the tips. Just, Just the, tip. the tips. Since the last time we recorded, I, myself, plus Acolyte Ty, we've done some preaching to the masses about Can You Hear Me? We've proselytized a hair. We've done a little bit of uh, ground team work out there. A little, to quote Dennis Leary. Not Dennis Leary. Dennis Miller quoting Albert Brooks, been out there touching Indians. Yes. There you go. So we went to fight night, Ty and myself, and uh, got to see a few people, uh, the great uh, Clay and Austin, Queen of the North. Got to meet Cash Saroy for the yeah. first time. Uh-huh. He gave uh, me and Queen of the North some beers that then I passed back to uh, some saw dudes behind me. Who did he hug more between the two of y'all? Uh, uh, if it was Mike Saroy, <laughs> he hugged Mike more. He would have hugged. I mean, Mike hugged me more, I think, over the night. But definitely, Queen of the North got more hugs and more attention in general. I think you're more Mike's type, though. Well, he he's a hugger. He is. He is he's a, a hugger. He's a gentle giant. Then, uh, of course, 
we ran into Brad. Ah, Brad. Who was the good Brad trying to give away tacos? Yeah. <laughs> In typical Brad style, he had extra tacos for no known reason. Right. I mean, it's. I don't know how long they'd been there, but it's close to ten o'clock, and he's still got tacos. When he told me that's his, that's one of his bits is that he buys extra food every time he buys food, and then just tries to give it away. Yeah, it's very unsettling, and we got to meet. It's very Christian of him. It is very Christian, even though he's not Christian. No, but it's very ironically Christian. Of right. Him. There you go. And we got to meet Mrs. Brad. Ah. Which was a trip in itself because you're like. There's no way that she's actually married to Brad. She's very attractive. And very cool. Right. There's, and there's just no way. And, and Brad's real. very attractive and very cool, but Brad's Brad. Yeah. Yeah. And then we met Ryan, which was great. Ryan is awesome. He's the nicest guy in the world. Really? Yeah. yeah. Not what you would uh, no, picture he's, as a... He's exactly... Well, not what you would picture as, as an a... MMA fighter? No, he's not that, but he's but he's just... He's what I expected from the podcast. Okay. Very friendly. Smile talker. Smile talker. Total smile talker. He sat there and let me and Gus... Well, hold on. You're getting ahead a little bit. Sorry. So... Stay in your chair. Sorry. Yeah. Stay... It's, know your place. I'll take another drink. So, Brad was supposed to be watching his wife... And Ryan's lady friend, while Ryan was handling Jake, you know. Right. Well, he loses them in Brad fashion. Quickly. So he finds them. He's and distracted by his tacos. He's distracted by his tacos. He finds them, spills spaghetti everywhere, just totally uh, makes a Brad of himself. You Got know? nervous. And then. Uh, I heard him talk about that on, yeah. uh, on Below the Belt and his line. Yeah, the guy that was hitting on the about the, uh, about the gonorrhea <laughs> test being yeah that was being, a good one yeah that was a great one. What was interesting is it's and maybe this is his way. I don't know. He seemed much more upset about it than she did. Wasn't that your take yeah, on it for sure? Like she was just kind of like rolling her eyes, like yeah, yeah, and just kind of now maybe he knew what the storm coming. I don't know because you know we've all been in trouble. Or maybe you don't get in trouble right there, but you know for the next month or two right. you're definitely when in the he dog made house. reference to that too, like you know, I I know I'm going this is going to come back. Right. But she seems super cool and then you know he's trying to give away talking. Which is again, yeah. I think more evidence that that's not really his wife cuz she didn't seem like the type that he was talking about. Yeah. Like that's he true. was talking about his wife like somebody that wouldn't be cool about this, that would, you know, get all huffy and pissed off and then There'd be retribution and everything, and she was totally cool about it. Yeah. yeah. Again, they're not actually married. It could be that case. Totally. Awkward. I'm not even just, sure she knows him. I never heard. <laughs> I never heard her use his name. Maybe just some girl. Now, uh, Ryan's lady friend, you could tell it was kind of like drinking from the fire hose, because here she is. I doubt she was a P1. So here she's at fight night and surrounded by all of us idiots. Yeah. And Ryan and Brad are known well enough that there's probably people coming up throughout right, the night. Oh, them. they're celebrities. And here she is with Brad, because she had never met Brad before. Right. Uh, no doubt Ryan had probably warned her a little bit. And but her then, entree into Brad included a gonorrhea joke. Right. <laughs> and free tacos. And then here Ty and I come. Uh, yeah. With bits. Icing on the cake. With bits and just ready to whip ass. So... Um, we go back and then we find out it's clearing out and we see uh, Machine and talk to him and stuff and a couple other people. And the trip is now moving to Twilight. Okay. 
And we're like, yeah, we're get, we got to go. Got to go. go. Preach the word. Can you hear me? Except we go to a Seven Eleven first because we're parched. Yeah. And there's Ryan and his lady friend again, but we're already in there when they come in, and it's just kind of like, ah, yeah, there y'all yeah. again, you know. Yeah. Hey so guys, we're hey. on the stalker list. We're now. already yeah. following them from the front. So we go. And we talk to him a little bit in there, and then Ty and I, <laughs> we sit in the. Seven Eleven parking lot for about thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I might have had a couple smokes. Okay, while I drink a big gulp. All right, hey, and we watch a lady that's parked in the parking lot. Also, oh, yeah, looking at us like we're crazy. I remember this now. Because it's two middle aged guys hanging out like it's. Why were y'all just sitting in the parking lot? Because we didn't have anything else to do. We're just but killing time, man. Well, we didn't want to be like running straight there. Uh, we the want, first ones there. We yeah. want to be the cool, you know. Any right? We had a, don't want to look too. Up. Too anxious because well, we were planning our entrance. And well, right. and part of this is we are not the cool kids. So a little bit of this felt kind, of, and I think I made this joke on, uh, in the past. We felt a little bit like the dorks in a John Hughes movie. <laughs> they get invited to the they get invited well, to the cool kid party. Well, it's yeah. kind of like your older brother is going to a party with his friends, and you get to go because you're his younger brother. Yeah, even though that we're older than everybody. Right, but we kind of got the side invite. Yeah. Okay. Because we, we were jumped on it. Ryan, yeah. yeah. Right. We finally leave the uh, the Seven Eleven without we're any going incident. to a party afterwards, and you two dorks can come too if you want. Pretty much exactly. It. Pretty much yeah. it. Which was fine with us. We were cool with that. So we go in there, and <laughs> first person we see is Austin. Of course. Yeah. So that dude is everywhere. He's everywhere. He's like a ninja. So uh, he's there, and Clay's there, and KJ, and uh, his landlord, as okay. he refers to her, shows up. She was very nice. Talked to her a little bit. And, of course, there's Saroy holding court. Of course. Oh, yeah. And Machine. The judge. The, the judge and, and Machine's there. And they've got their uh, Machine's uh, ladies there. and. Jake is the man of the hour, of course. Yeah. And he's just Mr. Popular. You know, he's everybody. And he's happy as can be. So he, he came up and, you know. Mino was there. Mino was there. Was Groobs. there. I got to, was there. Reiner was there. I got to talk golf with Eli Jordan for about 20 minutes. Oh, was, they whipped my ass with man. golf. And Eli apologized that. But it was just 20 minutes of golf talk. I was, was slightly erect Funny, that. because there were things y'all said that night that the next week on the tee box... They were saying the exact same thing really? about something about bent grasses in Texas. It was like, man, they were stealing notes from us. I usually listen to that, too. I must have missed that. Yeah. So I was impressed that y'all actually knew what the hell you were talking about. But, you know, we just kind of hung up there for a while until we got a break, and there was Ryan and his, his lady friend, and we went and talked. We sidled up. We uh, slid in there, and she said that <laughs> <laughs> that poor woman... Had already been flooded with P1 idiocy, and, and then here we come with our with our bozo makeup on. And she says, "I think one of her quotes was, you sure do use a lot of metaphors.' Because <laughs> I was trying to explain something about how Ryan was good and Brad was bad. Gotcha. And uh, I was using lots of similes, lots of metaphors. I believe Ryan referred to Gustav as the ultimate wingman. I think that's what he did say. Uh-huh. We were, I mean, we're, we, know, were we were building up we Ryan because we love Ryan. Right. I mean, we love Ryan. Ryan. He's, he's great. So then we had that, and then we had a good night, and then uh, 
How much is your Uber back from uh, your neck of the woods? Oh, my gosh. That's a whole separate. We could do an episode on that story. I didn't tell you all about what happened. No, you haven't told us a bit about that. So I, do you want me to tell it now? Yeah, or what? tell it now. Okay. So, yeah. So the great Gustav is very generous to give me a ride home. And as you know, I don't exactly live close to there. So it was a pretty good trek. Right. But I just bad. figured, and I'd left my truck at that Coles parking lot where we shuttled over to fight night. So I figured, well, the next morning, I'll just Uber up there, get my truck, you know, whatever. Well, the next morning, I pull up Uber, and not available in this area right now. Oh. Like, okay. Then I check Lyft. Also not available. Lyft actually gave me a message that they don't even run out to where my house is. So I was like, <laughs> really? okay, we'll avoid that. And um, so then I was like, well, I guess I'm, I mean, all the friends I know that live where I'm at, they're, in town, this was a work day, right. so they're either, you know, they're either in they're town work. working or they're gone. Work. You know, nobody's around at this time of day. So I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to get a cab, which is going to cost a fortune. You should have called with. me. I would have come and got you. <laughs> that would have been a round trip. So it's cheaper than a cab. Yeah. Probably. So I get, so I call for a cab. What was the cab going to charge you? All right. Not five bucks off of it. Exactly. You probably would have done that. I should have thought I would have done it for free. Are you kidding me? Um, I wouldn't do anything that day. Man, I should have thought of that, especially once you hear this story. So I call a cab, and actually I do it on my phone, like yellow cab on the app, and I order a cab. And they say, okay, it'll be there in 15 or 20 minutes. It doesn't give you a fair estimate or anything, and I'm just like, I know I'm going to take it in the shorts, but I need to get up there to get my truck before they tow it off. So it's been about 45 minutes and no cab. So I call the cab company and I say, you know, hey, here's my confirmation number. I ordered a cab, just wondering about how long it's going to be. The lady's like, oh, we don't have any record of you ordering a cab. I was like, okay, are you sure? Like, it's, you know, this confirmation number? Yeah, I've got a confirmation number. I'm going through a whole Seinfeld, you know, <laughs> Seinfeld bit in my head about, I don't think you know how to hold the reservation, which is really the important part of the reservation. And... So she's acting like she doesn't know anything about this. I'm like, okay. Well, can you give me an estimate on about how much it would be to get a cab, and can you get me a cab out here? Yeah, we can get you a cab out there. I don't have anybody in the area right now. It'll probably be about another hour, and you're probably looking at about $75. I'm like, well, I don't have many choices no, at this not. point. So I'm like, okay, you know, let me think about this, and I'll call you back. About five minutes later... No, I'm on the phone with, I'm still on the phone with them and I hear honking like outside. Mm -hmm. So I keep talking, finish the conversation, hang up the phone, open up the, uh, uh, and not only that, I heard honking and then I saw that somebody was calling my phone while I'm on the phone with the cab company. Right. And I just ignored it. I didn't know where the call was coming from or whatever. So I hang up the phone. I hear this honking, get outside, open the front door and there's this pissed off cabbie out at my, in front of my place, steps out of his cab and just starts yelling at me. Like, <laughs> I tried to call you. Why didn't you pick up your phone? I called you twice. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I I thought that I wasn't even supposed to have a cab that was showing up, and now you're here. You know, what's and you're going hollered on? at me. Had yeah. it been the same? Was it still the same company? It same was? company. And so I'm like, well, they just told me they didn't have any record of this. Now there is a guy yelling at me. 
in front of my house, pissed off that I didn't take his phone call for the reservation that evidently didn't exist. This right. is some good customer service. Yeah. Absolutely. Norm would have loved this. This is off to a glowing start. I thought, okay. So I said, well, let, you know, I was like, first of all, stop yelling. Let me go inside, get my stuff. I'll be right out there. He's still yelling. Like, I called you twice. Why didn't you pick up the phone? I'm like, give me a minute. You know, shut the door, went back in, you know, got everything I needed. Go out there. Meter's running. Yeah. Get in the cab. We start taking off. He needs me to give him directions, which is... Always a bad sign for Yeah, I mean, cab. there is GPS now. Right. Yeah. I've already given him the address, and that, that wasn't sufficient. Start heading towards Was Dallas. there any language barrier here? There was a slight language okay. barrier. Start uh, heading towards Dallas. We get about 15 minutes away or so, and he says he's got to pull over for gas because his gas light's on. And I'm thinking, well, A, you should have planned ahead. Like, his gas light came on, right. you know, within about 30 minutes of driving. Uh, this is poor planning. And it's going to get me to where I'm going, you know, later. Slower, yeah. It's going to be a delay. And I'm thinking, and he he didn't ask. You know, sometimes they'll ask, like, do you mind if I stop and get gas because right. I'm getting close to it? He's just like, I'm pulling over to get gas. He's I, still pissed about these phone calls I didn't yeah, take. I hate cabs. And this guy had an attitude, I mean, he had an attitude the whole way over there. And I'm just, I'm fuming. I'm really wanting to just give him what for, but I'm thinking this might be my only chance. Right, you're still, you're still a yeah. ways from civilization. Right. We should have got out right then. Maybe Uber was running in that particular area. I, if I would have Hindsight, been thinking, I yeah. should have done that probably. But so he exits off. Again, we're like 10, maybe 15, 15 minutes away from the destination. So, like, we could have, even with the gas light on, we could yeah. have made it another right. four or five miles. But we're going to pull over. So we pull over to the gas station. He pulls over. He stops the meter. And he says, I'm stopping here at, at that point, it was like $40 or something. He's like, I'm stopping here at $40. And he opens up my door. And then he gets, and I'm like, okay, well. Does he want you to pump the gas? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. He says, I'm stopping it at $40. He opens up the door, I guess, to give me some airflow. Turns off the cab. He goes inside. He's gone for about 15 minutes. Oh. Now, why do you think we actually pulled over? Yeah. He's got to go to the bathroom. Right. right. I mean, this is not about getting gas. Yeah. And so I'm a little fuming about, you know, we've stopped, so this good guy can take a growler, and I'm going to be later. But I thought, well, he's doing me a solid by saying I'm going to stop it here right. at $40. Like, this is going to be the end of my fare. Because the thing pops up on the screen and says, you know, your fare is ended, pay now. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, right. so I'll pay now. It's like, we're going to make this even by letting me pay a lesser fare for having to stop and delay and do all this. Well, he finally comes back out. pump. Then he pumps the gas. He doesn't even put the gas in to pump while he goes in. Right. He just goes in and <laughs> leaves me out there. Somebody was knocking, and he had to go answer. That's right. There was a dolphin in the building. And so comes back out, pumps the gas, doesn't just pump enough to get, I mean, we're, we're going to sit fills there up. 10 minutes while this bad boy fills up. Probably put leaded in it. <laughs> <laughs> so then gets back in, drives me to Coles, another 10 or 15 minutes. We pull out, you know, this is where my truck is over here, give him direction. Pulls me up to my truck and looks over at the fair, the meter thing, which had started running again. And he's like, you know, what what's going on here? Like, why, you know, why is the, what's going on with the meter? I was like, well. When you stopped back there, you told me, you know, this was going to be the fare, and then it popped up to pay, and I paid. Well, now he gets really pissed. Oh. And he starts yelling, you should not have done that. 
You should not have done that. And I'm like, well, it told, A, you told me the fare, this was the fare, and B, your computer said pay now. The fare's over. Right. So I paid. He yelled, you should not have done that about five or six times. Now I'm at my destination. Right, right. So I don't really give a shit about being nice. So I'm like, look, we shouldn't have had to stop, but we stopped. And it said the fare was over and I paid. I didn't do anything wrong. You can stop telling me I did stuff wrong. Like, I don't want to hear you scream. You shouldn't have done that anymore. Right. And so then he's like, well, the fare wasn't over. You know, you still have to pay for this. I was like, okay. I'll pay, I'll pay the difference. I'll pay the extra amount it took, even though you fucked up. You know, you're right. the one, you're trying to fuck me here, but I'll pay this and we'll be done. Right. So then, and, and when I paid him for the, even when we stopped, I tipped him and tipped him pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, which. Yeah, cause it's a big, yeah. Yeah, and I thought at that time, you know, he's kind of making this right by charging me less. So I gave him a decent tip. And so now <clears throat> I'm like, just tell me what the difference is and I'll pay it. And I know about what the difference is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't calculated to the penny in my head, but I'm, I, I know about what it is. And so he says that'll be, and he gives me about 10 or $12 more than it is. I was like, no, that's not what it is. He's like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, here's here's the amount, and then here it is. And he's like showing me, you know, his figures here. And I'm like, no, you know, that that's not right. Like, this is what I paid, and then how much extra did we go? Well, he was what he was doing was he was giving me the tip I'd given him on the initial one. He just added that same percentage in to on the this current extra fare. Uh, and so I was like, no, I was like, there's not going to be any extra tip. Yeah. Like, I want you to I'm just going to pay for what the fare is. So then he tries to tell me, oh, that's all you're paying. I didn't add anything. I'm like, look, motherfucker, give me that pen <laughs> and that piece of paper. And we're about to do this math. This is how much I paid you. How much is the fare from there to here? $15? Okay. $15 plus this is this much. And you're saying I owe you this much. You know? And then he's like, oh, 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 yeah. That, sorry, I, there, must, there must have been some kind of mistake in there. I was like, yeah, yeah there's a fucking mistake. Mm. Threw my $15 at him and walked out. <laughs> I was so fuming pissed at that point. This guy yelling at me from the start. Fucks me with the stop and take a shit break, and then is trying to double fuck me with the tip when we get there. And I know this episode, like the last one, is going to be sponsored by the word fuck. I don't care at this point. <laughs> I mean, uh, would y'all have been pissed? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I thought it was a little, it was, inca- it, it started out like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, it's weird when somebody pulls up in a cab and gets out and just starts yelling, why didn't you pick up the phone? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> Calm down. I was on the phone with your fucking company to begin right, with. Right. And B, like, you don't get to yell at me even yeah. if I did, you know, did miss your call. Yeah. You're really being bold to start out with. And then it just went downhill from there. But what I, I was at my limit when this guy was trying to tell me that I had the math wrong on this deal that I knew. Obviously, yeah. he was trying to just. And man, cabbies are bad about that. Oh yeah. If you give them wiggle room, they will. They will. It. Yeah. They will try to tip fuck you any chance they get. And I hadn't been in a cab in so long. I, you know. Started. Yeah. My thing, honestly, I think I've taken a cab maybe two or three times in my life. Oh, I hate it. If yeah. if, if I go on assignment and I have the options, like, oh, well, you just take a cab. I'm like, I don't care. I'm getting the car. And, you know, it's yeah. like. <laughs> you can leave that in. <laughs> oh, it's going on the, it's going on the montage. 
I've forgotten I hadn't told you all that story. No, you hadn't. The, um, I should have called Gustav. You should have. Because uh, I've been... I can guarantee he wouldn't have showed up yelling at me. No, I wouldn't have. And he probably would have only gotten halfway pissed at me if I went stuck. Because I wouldn't have gone to take a dump at the 7-Eleven. No, you'd have done it in my, my front yard. Yeah, dig a cat hole. I had a cabbie in Boston, which was one assignment that was miserable. Wintertime in Boston, and I had to use cabs. And so that's just a snowy. Yeah, oh yeah. It was freaking tundra. It was awful. And this guy, I get in the cab, and I get, I had to go to the airport. So I'm like hostage. Like, I'm leaving. I got to get to the airport. Mm -hmm. I get a 20 minute diatribe against the nation of Israel. Ah. Nice. I mean, just, and I'm like, look, dude. <laughs> I, I grew up Southern Baptist. I, I, I'm a ba- you know, I'm from Texas. You're Switzerland in this. Yeah, place. I got no dog in the fight, dude. Uh, my wife was telling me today she, uh, I think, works for the lady that's just moved down here from Boston, and said yesterday the at work the lady is like, it's middle of September. When when is it going to cool off? This is this is just miserable. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. yeah, you don't get much of this in Boston in September. No, no. Uh, do you remember, it was maybe your freshman year, it was our sophomore year. It had rained and oh, rained yes. and rained and My rained. freshman year is the first time that the, the water came over the spillway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, there was some substitute teacher that had moved there from somewhere. I, don't, I, I think we only saw her like once or twice. Was her last name no. that of a soft drink? <laughs> you remember that? No. You want me to just say it? Yeah. yeah. It? You remember? Seven up. Seven up. Does mom? I don't remember her subbing. Vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. Okay, well, she All subbed right. every now and then, and we just bombarded her with soft drink jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I mean, I think her actual name was Seven Up. Maybe, but everybody called her Seven Up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do remember her now. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll bump out the. Now this one was a short little lady, round as she was tall, and she talked like this. And she's like, "Does it always rain this much here?" Was it Pat from Saturday Night Live? It was. You know, she looked a little bit like Pat. And uh, we're like, "No, no, same class." And I'd been saving this story, but it's as good a time as ever for it. Roll it. It was a class of world history. I was in there then. Of course you were. And all the guys... One of my favorite classes in high school. Remind me, I have a story about that class, too. Maybe the same story. I don't know. All the guys sit to the left and to the back. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. (laughs) Except for one. Our friend... I'll leave it that. (laughs) Yeah. He's on the front row. Front row. With all the girls. Who'd y'all have? What teacher? It was uh, football coach. Coach, yeah. Travis. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> he's out. Who I loved. Great, he was a great, great teacher. Great guy. He's out, and we had a God. substitute teacher that we all saw many, many, many times. Was it the, who, who, the Russian shot putter? The Russian shot putter. There you go. <laughs> who had a habit of wearing oh, bless her. silk blouses. White silk blouse. Yeah. And uh, wait, who is this? Mr. Fisher. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And was a <laughs> yeah. buxom lady. Yeah. 
A large woman. A large, not not so much in the sense she wasn't. She's she was six one. Yeah, she was she was a stout woman. Yeah, stout is a good. That's a very good description. And to me, always very nice, oh, sweet lady, mm-hmm. sweet. And we probably did her wrong on many levels. Oh, there's no doubt. As we did most substitute teachers. Well, one day the silk blouse, the one of the buttons popped off, but it was a low <laughs> button. And because of her buxomness, there was a 1960 maiden form cone bra boob sticking out. <laughs> and all the guys, with the exception, yeah, there's a torpedo sticking out. All the guys, with the exception of our friend on the front row, are all have noticed and are averting our eyes. Mm-hmm. So that tells you, here's 15-year-old guys not, not looking at a boob. Not looking at a boob. That yeah. paints the picture for you. And we are all looking down, trying to just, it's going to go away, it'll go Our away. Class you know. will be over soon. <laughs> and I believe it was the uh, the general's friend who had the courage, <laughs> of course, to he finally say, uh, Mrs. Blank, I think you lost a button. And and finally the girls notice. Yeah. Finally our friend notices. <gasps> yeah. He handles and, it oh so subtly. Yeah, like Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> hey lady. He was he was Jerry Lewis level subtle. Oh, he was. And she Amazing. She goes white, then scarlet, then white again yeah. in her face. Oh, poor lady. And just drops down and hunches behind the desk. Boob torpedo below level right. until the end of class when she can try to compose herself. It was you know, traumatic. It for was her. traumatic. It was awful for her. I felt bad, but traumatic it was, for everybody. It was traumatic for everybody. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, none of those fifteen-year-olds wanted to see that. Yeah. And that that shows what level we're doing. Right. With. But what, what was your story? From well, that? my story was it was it was a different. I thought you were going to talk about a different class at the beginning. My story involved the history class that we were in together where our um, buffet-killing buddy's dad was the teacher and our uh, buffet-killing friend was in the class with us. And as was usual, I mean, I was always making smart-ass quips in there, you know, nonstop anyway. And that that was a teacher that relished in the smart-ass clip because he was going to come back at you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But it was also the teacher who you had to gauge his level to know how far you could push it because some days... The line moved. Yes. The line was flexible, no doubt. And some days the line was very short. Yes. And it might change from point A to point B. The line may... And there were days, as you can... I know this is going to be hard for you to believe... But if you can imagine, there were days where I would just initially launch a nuke without gauging the line. And so we were all like we were having some group discussion about some topic. And the teacher made a a little bit of a joke or kind of laughed at himself. And I thought that this meant open season for me to just launch whatever nuke I wanted and uh, to this day, this is one of the, you know, I mean, I've made a lot of smart-ass bad jokes that I feel felt bad about afterwards. Mm-hmm. This one still sticks with me for sure. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this or not, but my the the teacher said his line was, "Hey, we've all made mistakes, even me." 
<laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> and my line was, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, we know that. Look at, right. and I said the name <laughs> of, his of, our, of his son <laughs> right in our class. I thought it was going to kill, you know. <laughs> I probably laughed. Yeah. Gustav and some of our other shit buddies, you know, start chuckling. Well, I, he, teacher man. It was not in the mood. No, he, he went from a little bit of chuckle to, as I'm sure you've seen, the face starts to get red. Mm-hmm. And I look over at our friend, and he looks hurt. Oh. And I felt so terrible that I think I waited at least 30 minutes before I ripped another one off. <laughs> but, man, you talk about a tumbleweed moment, though, because it was one of those where, like, everybody's kind of, hey, you know, laughing, and he makes a little thing, and then I'll launch this, and it goes silent. He gets uh, a red face. Gustav and a couple other people start to chuckle, but then quickly realizes it's not to be chuckled at. And my friend uh, looks like I just killed his dog. <laughs> we had to sit alphabetical in that class. That's uh, so right. so he and I were close that. to the, we were uh, if we weren't next to each other, we were within, you know, M striking and distance. W aren't close. Well you you do the math. Okay. <laughs> okay. You do the math. Middle names. Alphabetical oh, by middle well, name. Alphabetical by middle name. Yeah, that there were lots of moments in that class where boundaries with him were definitely pulled through. And someday we'll tell the Dunstan Story. We'll tell it. I don't know if it it's not going to translate, but I don't it's care. It's not going to translate, but it I, needs to be out there. It, it does. It does. It does. All right. Um, so back to our original task before we got derailed with Heavy's uh, edited comments. Uh, yeah. He won't. He will not be serving at the UN anytime soon. <laughs> not the ambassador. I have to, to give up my ambassadorship. The Clinton Foundation will want their will want to give their money back. Right. The second event. So we had a good time. We met lots of oh, we met some new people. And Everybody was so nice. Yeah, it was been great. Yeah, we got to we got to. We didn't like bug the the bigs. You know, right? We were just you right. Know, but they talked. We were to happy us. to be the Pluto in their orbit. Nobody put me in a trash can. No, there you, you go. Know, there wasn't there even no wedgies. Everybody yeah. was cool. Noticed. Yeah. The, uh, that's, you know, and you wouldn't think, you know, this end of summer would be my busy season, but I think there's just been a rain or something like that, and there was, I mean, people were needing live traps. All over the place. Well, over yeah, the I mean, state, you know. You know, you got that beeper for a reason. Yeah. If they call you at 3 a.m., then you got to get out and get out there. It's, uh, it's a pager, too. Right. It has the, you know. Is it like on Caddyshack that buzzes? Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. So flash the nine one one message on there. The next you week and Mrs. Was have a camp are going out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the next week they had the blowout podcast meetup. Yes. I was so pissed and, I had to miss it. You that. couldn't neither of y'all could make it, so I went and represented us. And it was funny and it, this goes back to how the Venn diagram is just us within pretty much a bigger mm-hmm. circle. It was pretty much the shit butt podcast meetup with a few extra people. Right. So we had the great Tom Ginsburg. I love Tom. We're kind of in the groupie crowd. Yeah. Uh, and we had Crandy Man showed up. Crandy Man's great. We had KJ and Clay. Austin there. Austin was there. Austin's I'm great. looking forward to that next meetup. I'm Those looking guys forward are to so great. And we did establish that. Met a new guy, Matt, 
uh, new listener th- enthusiastic. He was going through our back catalog and asking questions and stuff. Where so you go, Matt? He's Twitter. Twitter uh, what's his, what's I can't his? remember his. I can tell you two real quick here. It's uh, thanks for listening, Matt. But he was super Send us an enthusiastic. Email. Yeah, we do need the email from you, Matt. And, and anybody that's new that hasn't, you know, emerged, you can be anonymous. Just make up a name or just tell me you don't want to use your name. If you and don't anyone the, named Matt, for sure. All the Matts. Just give us an email and say, hey, and tell us what you're about, where you're from. Send a Yoga Matts. <laughs> gymnastic Matts. What what made that gymnastics mat smell? That's you know I don't know. Just it must be the well, it's universal too. It is. I mean, it's got to be the vinyl plus yeah, the foam I was the, and something and in the, the vinyl ball sweat. I don't know. It's Might like be. we talked about those Methodist churches. Any town in any any state in the country, they all smell the same. How about yeah. how about the church nursery smell? Oh uh, man, yeah. Don't put that perfume on, ladies. Ooh, gracious. <laughs> Well, my Twitter is really slow to load. I'll, I'll find Matt's. I think right. it's Doctor Octopus. I don't know. It's something. Matt, okay. Let us know, Matt. Well, thank you, Matt. Thanks for listening. But he was super enthusiastic. Welcome aboard, my friend. Asking questions and stuff, so it was nice. I had like a a tiny, almost intersection with him at fight night, and then we got to meet for real at, at uh, the meetup. But it was funny, you know. Got to, of course, got to talk to Machine and Jake and um, Saroy. I didn't get to talk to TC, and uh, but we just kind of sequestered ourselves. You know, it was the the shit butt guys kind of talking mm-hmm. and stuff, and we just had a great time. It was fun. Right. Got uh, got lots of hugs, you know, and just hugs are good. Hugs are good. Hugs make you feel better. Special special they hugs. They do. Special yeah. special hugs. Special hugs. But uh, it was I nice. I wish y'all had been there because it was just you know, like yeah. I said, we were, we were missing JJ and Brad. Another than that, it was the right. the meetup. So hopefully for the October meetup uh, at the barbecue place, everybody will get to be back and cool. We need Trey the there. Cray yeah, Trey. we want Cray Trey since he's part of the blowout uh, officially now with the. Uh, That's right. That's right. He's got his little side thing. And if anybody else wants to come out, just let us know and we'll give you the details. And you can come meet some of the sparest people you'll ever find, regionally and, and locally. Famous. And if you want to, I'll show you the exact spot that I had my encounter with the nosy church lady if you uh, want to get your picture taken there. There you go. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I think there's a plaque. I'll bring a pop- Polaroid and we can just sell those. There you go. I was watching an old um, Real Sex from like the late 90s. Oh, wow, man. Those were great, Those man. were the best. Because HBO Now has got them. Really? It doesn't have them all. I wish it had them all, but yeah. this is one I hadn't seen. Are they all now like at the cat house? There's a lot of the cat house ones, yeah. but there's a couple of real sex ones. Those were so fascinating back then. And they still was... are. I mean, they're still, they were well done. You know, yeah. they're they're titillating in the sense, but they're not pornographic. Yeah. It's just like a documentary kind of like, oh, hey, you know. Right. It was a way to get exposed to stuff you hadn't been exposed to back then. Right. There was a, this one was at Nudes a Poppin', which is a festival I have heard of where it's like at a, a, a naturist camp where they have a one weekend festival where all these strippers come, and they let in the rest of the world during this. I guess it's like a fundraiser kind of thing. and For college. For right. for, for their tuition. For charity. Right. You know, tits for, for the tots. children. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, they, and they had... That's uh, good. Uh, this is an old one, because Ron Jeremy wasn't fat. 
He was no. stocky, but he wasn't fat. Right. He was one of the husky. He was husky. He was one of the hosts. And Hypatia Lee, that guy. Oh, he's the host. Yes, I used to have a the general's friend bought me, ordered me a signed, customized Ron Jeremy eight by ten glossy Woo! that said, uh, "Dear Gustav, hope you get some lipstick on your dipstick." <laughs> That's. I wonder how many glossies are out there with that phrase right. on it. For me, I don't care. I it it got ruined. When we moved to the new house, and I still mourn for that. That's a quality you still item. It? No, it had to throw it, it away. Got, had to throw it away. It was yeah. all it got wet somewhere along the way. Gotcha. In the wagon. Yeah. We were <laughs> moving across the prairie. But anyway, high patient lie on it. Who used to be a adult actress back in the day? I think she's out of the business I don't, now. Don't, don't, I'm not this familiar is with 80s, that name. Okay. An eighties name. She was kind of Native American. Was her angle? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think I remember her. You used to wear like a choker. Yeah, yeah. Where? What was this? This is the hostess of the Nudes of Poppin' was High Patia Lee. She was an adult film actress from the 80s. I don't, yeah, I don't recall that. That's H-Y-A-P-I-T-I-A Lee, if you boys want to look that up. I know KJ will be putting that into the Google search with the... The asking Jeeves about that. With the word <laughs> nude on the end in uh, Netscape. <laughs> So your internet references is <laughs> like nineteen eighty eight. He remembers the internet. Uh. She was offering and it's soaking wet. It's raining at this festival, but the strippers are still stripping. And they've got people back behind a fence and there's dudes on uh, scaffolding to get a good look. <laughs> <say> on stilts. <laughs> well, they might as well be. I, <laughs> I mean, was like, man, it's a festival right there's there. There's dudes man. there's juggling standing strippers, on letters. Stilts. There goes a guy on a unicycle. <laughs> of course. How tall was that guy? In your mind. <laughs> Derailed me. So, but anyway, these guys, these these dudes are just packed like ten deep behind this chain link fence, watching these strippers. But they were given high patiently Polaroids. I don't remember what the cost was, but you could go into this trailer. And she'd sit on this couch and naked on your lap or whatever. The trailer, the the trailer was white. white. Couch. I think no, it wasn't a white couch. It's a reference back to episodes that may or may not exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, (laughs) little technical difficulty. But she's on there, and these dudes are just wet mullets. They're just soaking wet. You know, Uh, wearing ponchos and stuff. I ran into the mullet last night in a future segment. The uh, boy montage that, but she is doing her full on. You know, she was a pro at it, and these guys are just as happy as just can be, soaking it up because they're getting that five dollar Polaroid with yeah. this porn star. You know, loving on them. Wow. And for those guys, you knew that that was the best thing that ever happened to them. That there's no doubt that Polaroid was going to. That was going to be on the mantle. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be buried with them. So that was, yeah, the old real sex. I always liked the uh, real sex interviews. On the oh, street. yeah, on the yeah. street. Yeah. yeah. That asked the couples oh, questions. Yeah. Those were always good. I always liked it when the girl would say something that would embarrass the guy. Yeah, and the guy would have this shocked look yeah, on his face. Yeah, that was always like yeah, the best. Like, you did what? <laughs> or it'd be like a You couple. like what? <laughs> you never told me about that, you know. That was good You've stuff. Been with how many guys? Wait, we were together then. Right. Right. My, my professor? <laughs> How are we doing on time? Uh, we're short. 
Must keep we're going. Gonna, we're going to edit out a, quite a bit. Oh yeah, well, we, we still got some. Uh, <laughs> we still got your story you were going to lead off with about the uh, going to the football game. Well, we're going to save that. No, I can do that. So I went to. We put the boys back into real school. They were ready when they wanted to, and uh, out of the camp. Out of the camp, we let them off the compound. Right. Told them not to ever talk about anything. Look. But I, now I have. Oh, okay, wait a second. They can make. They can put an iPhone together quick. Yeah, <laughs> I have legitimately had the conversation. We don't talk about X outside <laughs> of the family. Yeah. What is that? By X, he means well. MMA. It might be about the amount of firearms we have. Okay. What's the, the age at which you first shot your firearm? I'm 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 picturing a sit down like on the Americans, you know, <laughs> a debriefing. Right. We don't talk about the gold and silver we may or may not have <laughs> buried in a barrel. We don't uh, talk about foods, long term food storage that may or may not <laughs> exist. Uh, we don't talk about the fifty gallon <laughs> barrel of Glenn Beck corn you got smashed <laughs> in the barn, sir. I packaged that up in seven-gallon totes. Thank you. <laughs> seven-gallon barrels, desiccant. You remember that? Uh, that uh, This is a total derail, but where we went to college, do you remember that commercial that was on like every five minutes about we tote the note? Yes. God. I, that guy would, if we had a guest booking league, that guy would be on yeah. there for me. We and, saw that commercial was on a hundred times a day. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. That was a really non sequitur. I tried to get fake Bailey J to come tonight. Yeah, yeah. what was up with that? And she said, well, I, I'm, I probably won't be able to make it. And I just called her a Right. You we know. need her. I know she wouldn't come. I, I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. Because we just need to show up at her house with the mics. I don't think that'd go over well. <laughs> as long as we're rolling. Right. We'll be like, yeah, be like one of those things. Then, yeah. if, you, if you see us three walk up with microphones, it's like when Brett Ship. If Brett Ship yeah. shows up at your house with a microphone, like, don't answer the it's door. It's like circa '87 when Mike Wallace yeah, would knock if on your Mike door. Mike Wallace is there at your door. Yeah. How awesome was Mike Wallace? The best. I would watch. I think his autobiography too is one of my favorites. I've ever I never read. ever read that. It's really, really good for you kids that it's don't know who we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Don't you be bad mouthing Charles Kroll. I love Charles Kroll. Dude, Charles Kroll had a whole backstory going, too. He was awesome. I used to love that show. You know know about the whole, like, two lives thing he had going, right? Mm, Refresh me. We don't have time right now, but all there we'll talk about it. Charles Kroll had an amazing. Yeah, we may have a Charles Kroll episode, maybe. Yeah, he was living, like, a double life. Really? I don't think I'm aware of this. We'll get. We'll get to that right after our Texas Country Reporter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blizzard. Bob, what's his name? Uh, Bob. Bob Phillips. Bob, Bob Phillips. Phillips, yeah. Right Man. after we do our Bob Phillips segment, we'll get we to We might be able Carole. to get Bob Phillips. We might. Oh, I bet we could. If, I bet if we buy blizzards, hey, I bet he'd come. That show is a perfect example of a show when I was a kid. I could not have been more bored by, but now I would sit there and watch for ten hours yeah. straight. But I watched it every time because that was all it was on. Yeah, but and you it, know, it was just like it still God. comes on. He's got does it? Yeah, it comes on. Yeah. on uh, it comes on one. It doesn't come on. It comes on like once in a blue moon. It's not like every week because he's got his. Because that dude's made a. Oh, he made a, a made a, a good living of it. Yeah, that, fortune that, off. Like he owns a hell of a the, life too. That'd have been a lot of fun. He owns the production stuff. I mean, he's he's kind of the Fritz von Erich. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> 
It's not the Fritz von Erich of, of reporting. Of that thing, you know. <laughs> of that fa- show. His family didn't all commit suicide. No, I'm talking about w- as far That as would have been an awesome job to have. I would have loved island. to travel around and meet all these quirky people and yeah. all that. I mean, yeah. Amazing. And get blizzards. And get free blizzards. That alone signed me up. I don't care if I've got to dig a ditch all day. Is there a blizzard at the end of the day? And free? All right. Um, damn it. Okay, so we put the boys in regular school. Yes. Back after we had school. After we had the conversation and we don't talk about these things. Right. The first rule of Fight Club. First rule of, of emergency preparedness is don't talk about emergency preparedness. Right. And I think... Uh, I Did you hate- make them use a different last name at the school? <laughs> Yeah, they're not Montebon. Your name if anybody's is now trying to. Smith. So they're in there, and it was homecoming week at this small little school. Did you wear your mom? Interestingly enough, oh, hold yeah. on a second. So that shit is so. So my boys are talk. my boys are at the low end of junior high, so they're not you know they're not in the world of dating yet. Although that you I know of. that I know of, but anyway. I'd encourage them, like, y'all ought to go to the game because it's just what you do and you hang out with your buddies. You know, you don't have to go watch it. It's you a breeding know. ground for hijinks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like nobody you go know. Go under, under the stands and throw the whole football around. Eat a Frito I, chili pie. I have a I have a football story in just a second. Okay. We end up the whole family going. Me. Uh, family outing. Girl Monteblanc and Mrs. Monteblanc and the boys. So we get there, and it is homecoming. Chick-fil-A. Small town. It is packed nuts to butts. Gotcha. No, it's standing room only. The seats are full. The bleachers they aren't that big. So I, we tell the boys, you know, meet us back here at so-and-so time, and if y'all are ready to go, we'll go. If not, we'll stay, whatever. Did you stand for the national anthem? I just skipped it all together. Didn't even show up for Woo, it. Courage. Statement. True courage. True courage. Now, we got there about the middle of the first quarter, so I missed all the uh, the kickoff and... Uh, Oh, dude, that's like the weakest joke. That's edit out. True. Jeez. I just. That's the second time you've used that today. I love that. <laughs> okay. Oh He's doubling down. <laughs> Golly. Stand up joke series. No right. kidding. Take those out. <laughs> They're gonna just get bleeped. I ain't taking the whole section out. I want people to know. Yeah, he's gonna edit out everything except me laughing, saying. Stand up joke series. <laughs> uh, I will edit it creatively for the maximum effect. I can right. promise you that. So I do see a mullet on a youngster. Hey. Probably high school. Well, that age. is the 903. Did you see any hair hanging out the back of the helmets? No, but I, I since I was ground level, it was hard yeah. to, you know, uh, I didn't get a real good so You were down there close, so you could really. I was really game, just huh? getting into it. Saw some good hits, good solid hits. Mm. Good form. Led a couple cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm down there, me and girl Montblanc and the missus are standing there, and we're next to the end where the students are. And So much jackassery going uh, on. Well, a lot of jackassery, and here comes a mini football sailing oh. by and lands at my feet. And the kid's like, hey, little help. So I pick it up. And I put it right back to him, perfect. And he misses it, and it falls back down and hits another little kid. And that kid punts it back to me. Well, I'm holding... No, you're in the game. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's think about who that is. (laughs) I'm holding... His man's cool, man. (laughs) I'm holding a cold root beer that 
little girl Monty Blanc's tired of holding, so my hands all sweaty from the root beer, and I whip and I nonchalantly whip the the ball back the second time. It does not go dead on like the first one. <laughs> it some old it lady goes in the into the crowd, way over, and hits somebody. There you and go. the little son of a bitch rats me out. It's like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> that old dude over there. That old dude. And I'm like, sorry. You know, and, like, what are you going to do, fight me? But you want to go? I had um, some distress while I was there because I am an old man. And did they have the hand wash urinal? Oh, I didn't go into the urinal. The girls in high school don't dress like the girls in high school when we were there. Really? They dressed like the way we wanted girls to dress in high school when we were in <laughs> exactly. high school. Exactly. I mean, there were ass cheeks in the student section showing. Really? Yeah. Moms or girls? I think girls. And I did have a, a time, there was a girl in the band yelling for her mom. She was on the track getting ready to go out for yeah. halftime, yelling for her mom and I couldn't honestly tell if the mom was not still in school from the looks of her. Really? So there was some age, some early starting. Right. You know? But well, it is the 903. It is. It is the 903. But it, it made me think, like you said, when it was not how the girls would thought we would have wanted to. Right. But that's not what I want my, my no. children to be, you know. No, 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 no. And I look back at what the girls dressed like when we were youngsters very long ago. And you had long shorts, mm-hmm. heavy sweaters or sweatshirts mm-hmm. with a shirt underneath usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a turtleneck. Yeah. And yeah. that's what girls dressed like. Yeah. And then, you know, we've all got younger brothers. When they were coming up. Sadly. They were, the girls were already in the skank outfits. Yeah, absolutely. And we just missed it completely. We were in like the Puritan era. And these sons of bitches. Because we would be, we're the the last age bracket, pretty much, of the Gen Xers. Yes. We're the end. We're the end. And by the time... We're in the age of the undershirt. The... what's What are our brothers? Gener- they they Gen Y. Yeah, Gen Y. Yeah. Yeah, but I call it the Green Day age. Well, you, that makes you sound so effing old. So the uh, unhip. What sounds more unhip than the word unhip, too? Right. Tragically, the Green Day age. The blink yeah, the girls were already age. dressing. Oh yeah, which that's just like a six-year difference. Yeah, it's not yeah, that you're big. Really but just talking about like a lot of our shit, but podcast buddies. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're yeah. our brothers' age. You know, uh, they're, uh, a lot of the yeah. It's the star. Younger. They're younger. They were children they're younger. of the nineties. They're younger. Yeah, yeah. children of the nineties. But yeah, absolutely. It's it's like we just missed out. Not you know. Yeah, and for. Those of our younger viewers who don't, younger <laughs> listeners, are viewing us. Our listeners who, uh, who don't really understand that watch was it singles? That's yeah, right. singles is pretty accurate. Singles is Sing- great. Singles is a great explanation and a fantastic soundtrack. Awesome, solid. awesome soundtrack. But it's a good explanation of Gen Xers. I think it gives a pretty good portrayal. Fairly, yeah. It it's, it catch, captures uh, it. Of that region, especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... But, but, yeah, that... It's... It's first is just a fantastic movie. Right. But, yeah, it, it's it's a pretty good portrayal of just the mood of that yeah. era. Yeah. yeah. It was not a... Well, we'd, we'd had the... The war on drugs came down hard. Not that it stopped everybody, but that was a big... Right. Know, Nancy Reagan and Mr. T and everything. We had the AIDS crisis, 
we had the first war since Vietnam with mm-hmm. the Desert Storm. So it was not a well. I mean, but even now you look at the millennials. I know, but all it, they know is war. I know, but but when all you know, it becomes normal. Normal. Yeah. We had and we had that gap between the Cold War and then yeah Iraq and everything too, to where it was much less prescient than it is now. Yeah. I think for everybody, but we got to experience that awesome transition. From hair metal rock to grunge. Yes. I'll tell you this right here. The earlier... You don't have to point. Last, I guess Why was, are you standing up? Because uh, I want to make a point. Now, last week, I've taken my daughter to volleyball, my oldest one, and she was uh, she loves the Black Keys. She like, Just because I like the Black yeah, Keys. It's not like right. she would have searched that out, but she likes listening to it. And she likes that gold on the ceiling. Yeah, off, yeah. Was that off El Camino, I think? Something like that. She's a poser. She's, and, uh, she's not even getting into the deep tracks. That's right. Exactly. And it likes it because it, you know, pumps her up. Pumps her up. Kind of like, like Lenny Kravitz's Are You Gonna Go My Way back in the day. <laughs> With the flying V. All that. I was like, hey. And the Afro I'm going to make a playlist. Drummer. I'm going to make a playlist. And the great of just, Lisa Bonet. Of just pump up songs that we can listen to before you're. I'm not, I'm not that big on Lisa Bonet. I don't think she's back that then? hot. No, not even back then. Boy, I was in love I don't with like her. nose rings. I was in love and with I her. Think she's, I think she looked like she'd stink. Man, right. I loved her. Go ahead. So anyway, tell me really? about No, you need this, to uh, weigh in on this Lisa Bonet thing. I yeah. thought she was very attractive. Thank you. Y'all are nuts. Yes. So I make a playlist of pump-up songs. Did you make a mixtape? Did you title I, it pump-up songs? Did you <laughs> type it, I titled it Pump. <laughs> Listen to this playlist. How bad is that? Listen to this playlist. Hey, it honey, opens. Did you share it with the other dads? No, this is top secret, man. I don't want to give away my stuff. Starts out with Paradise City. <laughs> then it's it, building up. Did you make this for you or of her? Of course he made it then for him. It goes into let me see, Copacabana. No, nope, I've got it right here. Hold on just a minute. The Humpty we Dance? start with Paradise City. <laughs> just grab them in the biscuits. Little OPP. Paradise City by the Great Guns and Roses. Thunderstruck. Oh, we ACD. ran out of that in basketball. That was, that was pretty This one was a little hidden gem I'd forgotten about. Kickstart My Heart. Oh, oh no. no. That was That was when... Crew turned bad. Oh, I know. Crew was, was always song. bad. Smells oh. like Teen Spirit. Nirvana. All right. I was always more of a Pearl Jam fan, but I'll give you some. No, Nirvana. I'll go Nirvana over Touch. Pearl Jam. ZZ Top. I love ZZ Top. I love ZZ Top, but I would. Are you gonna go my way? Okay. Lenny Kravitz. That was that was the song that I would dance. Uh, give me shelter. Hold on a second. Oh, okay. Rolling Stones. I would listen to Are You Gonna Go Money My Way. Money for nothing. <laughs> He ain't going to stop before I would go out and do old-style Lakota dancing. <laughs> that was my pump song, Plush, Stone Temple Pilots. Right. STP back in the day was, was legit. Solid, yes. And Are You Going to Be My Girl by Jet. Okay. You might have been the only one in human history to do that combo. <laughs> of that Lenny song, Kravitz plus old style Lakota dance. The only other person that did that was probably Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I, I think I got second to him. He got first. <laughs> he's t- he's magic at a powwow. Oh man, he's already dressed. For, he's ready yeah. for it already. He can't go outside in a t-shirt. That did make as I'm trying to explain to my budding volleyball player, volleyball star, how uh, I'm trying to explain the significance of you know who these. 
bands are. Give her a little. She don't give a shit. She acts, bless her heart, she acts so interested. Oh, that's cool, Dad. That's cool, Dad. How do I delete that? If I tell mine stuff, they don't care. Yeah. Now, they will sometimes, especially the oldest, he will indulge me in. Do you remember the commercial? Did we win the war in Vietnam, Dad? <laughs> yeah. For the Time Life books. Yeah. He will indulge me in that sort of thing, and I'll explain how Zimbabwe <laughs> came to be, you know, type yeah. thing. That goes for 30 or 40 minutes, but the other two are like, Very pro-colonialism that. talk at the <laughs> yeah. Monteblanc house. There, there might be some Rhodesian sympathy. I don't know. <laughs> Over an icy... <laughs> Ian Smith had some points. <laughs> he was right about he was right about Mugabe. <laughs> the other factor I noticed at the uh, the old uh, football game was old high school football. Old high school football. Mm. I did tweet out a picture of the guy wearing the Constitution shirt with oh, the American the flag. Constitution, I just Constitution the flag. was written. In, oh, like, wow. in the script. I wonder who he's voting for this election cycle. By guy, I think you mean <laughs> Patriot. Patriot. Right. Infinite Patriot. It might have been Mike Soroy. I'm not sure. Right. I do want to get that back tattoo. Just the full flag. <laughs> and then on the front, it'll go on well my with chest, you. just get the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> it'll go well with your Battleship Texas crotch tattoo you got. That's right. Yeah. That I think those marry well together. The... The patriotism was strong there. Oh, to quite yeah, strong, I bet. quite strong. There, I, there was a fair amount of camo. Probably so. Yeah, both shirts and hats. A little yeah. snuff in the house. There were some snuff rings, although not as much as you used to see. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the overall snuff consumption rate is, but I don't notice it like I used to about town. Yeah, so I don't know. Huh. I don't. I don't. It's not like it used to be. But then again, I don't frequent a cowboy church. My my demographic exposure may not be See high any enough. pairs of ropers? Well, I, I don't know how popular ropers are anymore. Well, the roper equivalent. For my birthday, my wife and daughter bought me a pair of boots. Oh, okay. Now, as soon as I saw that That's they bought sketchy. me a pair of boots, That's, I was like, oh. Yeah. Boots it's are really something you want to buy yourself. Yeah, you you got to try them on. on. Yeah. And, but they were cool. They understood that. So... Took Give them me back. a gift certificate for the boots because yes. they did not fit. Okay, you know they 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 looked okay. What brand? Uh, I want to say they were. Uh, hold on, let me guess. Lucases. I bet they were Ariat. <laughs> I wear Ariat typically. Okay, me too. Love those because I like the Ariat footbed. Yeah, they have a good footbed. And yeah. comfort wise, that's I wear Ariat usually for casual and for dressed. I wear boots to work. And they're hard to beat for comfort price combo. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a nice and I realize they're probably made in China or whatever. They but they they fit better than the other boots, and that's where I'm going with this. Okay. So they bought a pair of Justin's originally. Justin's don't fit me well. And they never tried the width wasn't the width well. wasn't right. And you know, so it's like I, I, I just you know, I got to get another pair. I do not relish going to buy boots ever. And that's why my work pair, I think I've been wearing for almost five years now. Yeah. And I will re- I will resole a boot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You and get a good pair of boots. Oh, yeah. Well, they last forever. They do. They you take care of them. They get skin, yeah. Like your elephant hide ones that you 
told that lady in San Antonio that that's hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. That's not elephant. That y'all had uh, hippopotamus. Killed all the hippopotamuses up in the 903. And yeah. You had to come all the way to San Antonio to get that away. one pair of orangutans you had. Right. Little girl Montblanc and I head to the boot store because it was her idea. She wanted to buy me a pair of boots. Okay. And she was not ready for boot trying on because she's take used, yourself a seat. She's used to if she goes shopping with me, we go on what we call a commando run. We're in and take out. Take your underwear off. <laughs> no. We're in and out. We get what we need and we're gone. We're not. You're not meandering. Right. Whereas my browsing sa- my sainted wife. She goes to a store, it may be a while. Right. And the kids know this. You've got to look at everything. Got to see what's out. She was not prepared for the shift from father to mother. Right. And it took a while because not only do you have to can- contend with the fact that the different brands size differently. Right. Oh, way different. Also, that's not a good look. Yeah. And there are some horrible boots out there right now. Or there, I hadn't looked at boots in a while. Oh, there, there's some I'm, bad stuff pretty out much there. The last for... time I shopped for some was about it was about a year ago. And, yeah, it had been a while. Yeah. And, God, yeah, it's, I don't know who's buying those boots. I don't either. But, but there's a bunch of them that there's are. There's a lot of bad You can really style. clear off about 70% <laughs> the shelves. So it took a while. And I finally found a pair. And they were actually just That's in. That's so old man. Yeah. <laughs> well, boots aren't right. Well, I'm just like. No, I mean, there's. Are, I'm are still the, thinking, who the, the hell is wearing still those? In? Well, you know what? These are. Yeah. Yeah, that's still in. Fairly, that's what, yeah, they're yeah. still in. Um, that's what these are. I usually go for a more rounded toe. Not the round, pointy toe. Yeah. But more of a circle. I think it's called a R toe. Is that an R? Yeah, it is an R toe. Yeah. yeah. That's what I prefer. But it was. It. It may have taken me an hour. Yeah. And the poor kid would come back there, and I'm like, you know, you don't have to keep coming back. I'll come to you when I finally yeah. find it. He's like, all right, you know. I'm, I always feel bad for anybody that has to help me if I'm looking for boots because yeah. I may try. I'm like the damn princess in the pea trying on a million pairs. And then you got to go buy the footbed. I'm like, oh, well, I want the area foot insole yeah. to stick in these because he's like, oh, yeah, these suck. And the girl up there that was helping, because women buy boots differently than us, apparently. They buy was everything. This a, was this a dinner? No, it was at a different one. Okay. The guy pointed out, I was like, well, this pair, the original one, it just had the, the leather insole. Right. And I don't know how anybody to wear those anymore. I realize that's what I wore most of my life. Yeah, right. I've got a pair that are like those. In hindsight. Like, yeah, when you put it, when you tough. slip a pair on now, you think, how did I wear them? Right. Yeah. Well, that's why all those are grandparents could hardly walk or walk guess, so yeah. bad. That's why they had bad feet when they got old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all shoes were like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you look at the stuff from the 30s and the Anything 40s. Anything you got from a cobbler. Cobbler. We ought to be cobblers. We should. Weren't you the one telling me about that movie where Adam Sandler's a cobbler? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I watched all of it, but it was interesting where he puts on the shoes and who, uh, the people that come in and he looks like them and he's running around town. What? What's y'all's favorite cobbler of I, the cobbler? I don't like any cobbler because I don't like hot fruit. What, but what about like if you had chocolate cobbler? I like blackberry. I've never had chocolate cobbler. Blackberry. Chocolate I, cobbler is a good. I'm not, blackberry is my favorite too. Yeah, blackberry is my tops. But they had a they had a chocolate cobbler over at that place that's not far from where we grew up. The fish place. Yes, the fish yes. place that had all you can eat, and they yeah. had a couple of desserts over yeah. there. One of them was a chocolate cobbler. Not bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah. no fruit in that. See? Well, the pie. See, I'm not a big pie person. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, Are you a cake guy? Not really. How, I don't know how anyone could not be a pie person. I, I so mean, no I pie? Like, your, like not pumpkin pie? No. Not oh, that's pecan pie? No. Coconut cream? No. He, chocolate? Key lime's the only one I've ever seen me. I'll eat key lime pie. And I'll yeah. eat like a, like a chocolate, like Hershey pie type. You like cheesecake? Yeah, chest I'll pie? cheesecake. Oh, I love chest pie. Chest pie's okay. Buttermilk. Buttermilk pie. No, I'm not real big on buttermilk. Sweet potato pie? No. Shut your mouth. That's insane. I'm just talking about How chef. could you not? <laughs> I don't understand anyone that don't that doesn't like either sweet potato or pumpkin pie. Yeah. Well, look at me. Exactly. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I answered my own question there. All right. Sorry, I got off on. Anyway, Congress. I think that's about it. What kind of uh, boots did you settle on? They're Justin with a. Uh, Is that them right there? That's them right there. Good looking pair. You of get boots. the uh, Ariat. I, I put the Ariat insoles. Oh, in. you got the uh, riding heel. Oh, look at that. Well, you know, I, I do ride from time I to don't, time. You ready to giddy up? I always have a hard problem with turning my ankle with the riding heel. I don't. I don't use the. I wear the roper heel. Right. No, I, I usually have a. But I'm trying to think, because most of the time that's what I've always had. Yeah. My favorite pair of boots I ever had, and I never could tell who made them because it had worn the off. The pair you found. I bought them at a thrift store or yeah. something. You know, they were probably 20 years old when I bought them, and I wore them for 20 years, and they just got to be where I couldn't stole them anymore. Yeah. They're starting to rot. Hey, well, you talked, you laughed about that pair of hippo, hippopotamus skin boots I have. Or I had right. in junior high. I still have those and wear them. Really? Really? Yes. yes. Have that, you moved uh, away from wearing anything but the black boot with the red stitch? <laughs> the Well, I've got a pair of... I think he owned every pair of those in the three the, sections uh, around our county. My granddad my dre- was always my, black. Uh, my dress, boots, I go Tony Lama. For comfort, I like Ariat. And... uh yeah, I've got a pair of black Tony Lama round toe alligator. Nice to damn block. And then I've uh, the got blocks a, okay. I like yeah, the I block. Like the, I mean, there's nothing wrong it's with it. As long as it's not too blocky, just a regular block. Well, I think looks I, good. as long as it doesn't. What I don't like, and you may have it on yours, I don't like the white latigo lacing on the block. Yeah, on the uh, they call that the what's it, the welt on the welt. I yeah. don't like that. I like it to be subdued at best. Yeah. And that's how these are. It's fairly, I mean, it's there, but it's not that bright white. Right. See, I found a pair. I ran into that because I found a pair of Ariats that were, and this was years and years ago, that were exactly what I wanted color-wise and were some of the most comfortable. You know how some boots, even if it's the same brand, same size, you try on a pair and you're like, they just fit you like a glove. Yes. This was probably the best-fitting pair of boots I'd ever put on. And that's the only problem I had with them is they had that like white stitching, right. you know, double, around there. Had the double welt, yeah. and uh, I just I took them out in the yard and scuffed them up, get them a scuffed them up, get, get them dirty, got yeah. them muddy and dirty, and then just you know cleaned right. off the leather and everything. Yeah. And but I had to buy those boots though because they're. I yeah. mean, I still have those. Yeah, if they fit, they fit, and, and I hate that too. Like I and. They're still lighter than I'd like for them to be. I'd you know, rather just not show at all. will fix that, too. That's true. Yeah, but sometimes it won't take. Sometimes it's a... A waxed A waxed thread. thread. Yeah. But it's just a style. And I realize that these youngsters like Travis out there wearing boots with 
welts that are probably an inch out, looking all <laughs> fancy with all fluorescent colors on them. I know you're out there, Travis. Have y'all ever fine, Danny? Have y'all ever tried on a pair of handmade? Super, super expensive. Yes, I have because I know I, I know that if I do it, then it'll become something. I'm like, this is what I want. Yeah. And if you're ever in El Paso, they've got some of the best homemade boot shops in the country out yeah. there. That I mean, you know, hand make every. You got to wait six months to get them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they do feel amazing. I mean, I've tried on some boots that were you know like ten thousand dollars for a pair of them. Yeah, that's going did, on the montage. I did not buy them. That's not <laughs> one of my one of my uncles. They he felt was, amazing. A couple of years ago, he was telling me he'd gone to this down by his house in Preston Hollow. He'd gone. He dropped off some boots or some shoes to get repaired. It was a right cobbler cobbler place. <laughs> and uh, chocolate, chocolate. So he's going to pick them up, and <laughs> so there's Blue Rolls Cobbler Shop. So there's this guy standing in front of him. Sydney knows that he looks familiar but he can't figure out who it is and or he can't get a good look at him you know well, the guy checks out he's bought a pair of handmade boots and the guy leaves and my uncle asked the guy's registered who was that oh, let said, me guess okay let me guess i want to guess too okay all right do you want to go first i don't care go ahead charles nelson riley <laughs> no <laughs> i was thinking i gotta catch myself because that even caught me off would that be the greatest story of all time if that's who it was? It was the best. I got nothing now. Go ahead. He's beat me. Sugar Ray Leonard. Close. I was close. I was very close. And Hold on a second. The great word Al Yankovic made a song and video about Charles Nelson Riley that's done in a white stripes type style. Really? And it's about Charles Nelson Riley being a badass. Man, I've got to watch this. So ASAP. I will include a link to that in the show notes this week. You will love it. I will, because I love me some I Charles Nelson I love me Nelson some Charles Nelson Riley. He's the best. CNR for life. Forever. I'm drawing a blank. What? Match game? Oh, okay. <clears throat> Obviously playing for another team. Like a better okay. version of Paul Lynn. Okay. Funnier, smarter. But no, Sugar Ray Leonard. A lot yeah, of tonight he, show. He comes in once a year. Buys either, I think, a pair of boots. I was going to say Coach Landry. Or a uh, <laughs> pair of shoes. Gets Which is a real story and then it was just a year or two Comes ago. back in. So, anyway. All right. I, I wonder how much done. that pair cost. I don't know. $8, dollar, 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 dollar. What's some? Have you ever tried on, like, what's the most expensive? Have you ever tried on some of those super expensive pairs? Not anything like 10000 I think I've tried on, you know, some that cost a couple of grand. Don't but, did they feel good? Yeah, they felt good. That's what that was my big thing. See, that, are but, these really going to feel that good? I mean, I but, still would pay. But handmade was like one of our friends that we grew up with, who cowboys for a living, lives over by my yeah. mom and dad. Mm -hmm. The saddle guy? No. Oh no no the, no the no no the farrier the farrier yeah <laughs> he uh he bought a pair a few years ago. I mean, paid good money. I mean, and true hand. I mean, there's handmade boots and there's you know custom. custom. Yes. Yeah. And he. Broke down and bought a custom pair. I mean, they measured his foot and all different mm -hmm. you know, foot and calf yeah. and all this stuff and length and takes him like two yeah. or three months to make them. And right. I mean, he'll he'll own that pair of boots the rest of his life. See, you know? I'm, the thing I would worry about if I got custom boots made is what if I because I what's the recourse if they don't feel right? 
I mean, yeah, they did all these measurements. They did all this. Tell them they don't feel right. They'll fix them. I guess. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. What if I've they never, never had feel a right? like that? I don't know. I mean, I've never bought custom shoes, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll take my chances on the, the, on the under, Chinese ones. On the under. I mean, I'm assuming it's like a custom suit or something. I mean, even if you get it made for you, you still they'll they'll still tailor it. Yeah, they'll still yeah. tailor it. But I, it's just. But I don't know with a boot. There's a, there's, leather. there's a big difference of take letting out or taking in yeah. something that already has a cloth seam, and they can just re. Right. You start stitching leather. You've only got so much to work with before yeah. you start getting the integrity issues. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. Well, some of my suits are leather. He has this faux leather sports coat, which he loves. That's a good-looking jacket. He absolutely loves it. You have a faux, you have a pleather sport coat? It's like fake suede. It's, it's like velour. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I bet you look gorgeous. I do, man. I he, look sharp. He, he loves it. Do you wear it with the black boot red <laughs> stitch? No, no red stitch. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me work this week, aren't you, on this editing? It's the brown drink, man. It's kicking in. I'm getting my rhythm. Uh, All right. Well, this is it. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, give our friends over at Below the Belt a good listen. Give Cray Trail a listen or a view when he does his little videos about video games. His little videos? That sounded very <laughs> condescending. It was a little when patronizing. He does his little moving pictures. Well, it's about video games, and we've already talked about how we're not a video game generation, so Pitfall. I apologize. I want to do one on Pitfall. <laughs> Pitfall. Get with the crocodile get you, man. Damn! Uh, I nerded out up. so bad one time to Pitfall that I wanted to make sure I knew where everything was. So I drew a picture of every screen in a notebook piece. I would move to the next screen. I would oh, draw that wow. picture. And I had a notebook wow. of about you know two hundred pages full that I because I was gonna you know I was gonna beat the game. That All right, way. as we close, yeah, I'm gonna ask one question. Just spit it out real quick. Favorite Atari game? Donkey Kong. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, River Raid. Damn it. I was going to say River Raid. Mine was River Raid. River Raid was legit. River Raid was another level. That well, all of those Activision man. games were another level. Because that was Pitfall, Chopper Command. That's right. River Raid. What was the one with the rodeo where you calf roped? Oh, yeah. yeah. What was that? I don't remember that one. I remember how sucky uh, E.T. was. Yeah. No, I never had that and Indiana Jones was a hard motherfucker. I'd rather play Combat. The E.T. Oh, I'd play some combat all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. River Raid was freaking River Raid, awesome. was, River Raid was the best. Yeah. Donkey right. Kong was good. All right. I'm going to edit out the Cray Trey stuff. No, leave it. Don't want to hurt his feelings, but we don't play the video games. Well, we're glad somebody's on that wall. You start talking about River Raid, I'm in. No we, we will guest if you want to talk about Atari I mean, games. I filled up 200 pages on Pitfall. I can't make fun of people too much for video game nerdness. It's a different time. We didn't have anything else to do. Of course, I was 12. But you were yeah. younger than 12, dude. <laughs> so one day, um, the general's friend, I think it, may, it was maybe the summer after we graduated, dug out his Atari. So we're already a good 10 years after, you know? Yeah. And we're sitting over there, and Schmoo, we're playing uh, break, Circus Breakout. 
<laughs> or start, no, Circus Atari. Circus Atari. It was like yeah. Breakout. Yeah. Had to use yeah. the paddles. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And he's like, I'm going to roll it. Because <laughs> you didn't beat it, you know. You just could roll the numbers. He yeah. was set on he was going to roll wow. that. And I don't think he did. Yeah. Shot down. Shot down. All right. But anyway, support our friends. Listen to the Tell Me Where to Turn guys in the in the strange event that they actually record an episode. Check out the Partial Recall guys. Check out the Below the Belt, Cray Tray. You know, just support your local podcast. We're and most of all, support Texas. Support. I'm not going to go down your, your rabbit trail of bad jokes. Your trail. <laughs> Uh, email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. Holler at us on Twitter. And until next time, thanks. Adios. Bye. I'm starting to think there's a reason I'm in this cab today. Yeah, so you called for it, remember? No. Real sex. It's a rat. Ooh, oopsie. And world-class championship wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Saldy. Good night from Dallas, Texas.